the uh, quartet uh, from Anchorman 2. Will Ferrell, Steve Carell, Dave Koechner, Paul Rudd. Houston Oilers, Houston Oilers number one. Rain Wilson here on the Rich Eisen podcast. Is that is that the twelfth man? The Have you un- been in that stadium? Uncanny. Your ears literally bleed. They should hand out like ear tampons. <laughs> uh, at lt underscore twenty one. Do you follow me on Twitter? Uh oh. The headsets are coming off. I know you're known for your lateral movement, but don't you leave just yet. When you spoke to the commissioner, Roger, Roger the Goods, Goodell. When he comes down the hallway, everyone goes, here comes the Here goods. comes the Goods. Here comes right? the Goods. He is Vince Vaughn. How are you, Vince? i got to tell you, I did take David Wilson early in my fantasy draft. Uh-huh. Who but, else uh, is on your fantasy team? I'm in an 18-man league. We call it a man's league, Rich. And, uh... <laughs> Awesome. NFL. NFL. Completely. Come yourself. Where's Jerry Jones? Grab the hot trophy. Grab the hot trophy. Jerry Jones did it. Houston Oilers number one. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us. I'm Richard Eisen. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen podcast. Here's your host. Rich Ice. Hey everybody, welcome to the final preseason edition of the Rich Eisen podcast for the 2014 season, which is finally upon us. We are taping this two days before toe meets ball in the beautiful jewel of the Pacific Northwest of our great union, where the Seattle Seahawks will raise the banner in front of the uh, full-throated throng, the Twelves of Seattle. Against the Green Bay Packers, who many people, Dan Patrick, chose to go to the Super Bowl. He did. This year. Um, many people believe Green Bay has some Super Bowl possibilities this year. That is the way this game will kick off. The game being the 2014 National Football League season. I am your humble host, Rich Eisen. Pleased to be joined by my two Chris's, Chris Brockman to my left here in Studio 7. How are you guys? Culver City. I'm doing well. Excellent. Happy Labor Day weekend. Happy Post Labor to Day you. weekend. Chris Post. Law, good to see you, sir. Rich, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Brockman, good to see you as well, pal. Law, what's up, pal? On the other side of the glass here at Studio 7. Studio if you, 7. Um, if you didn't hear our news, the Rich Eisen Show is what this podcast will soon morph into, coming soon to the audience channel on DirecTV, the audience network on DirecTV, channel 239. On the DirecTV dial. Soon to be on NFL Now, which showed up on my Apple TV last week. Yes. Just joined uh, the Apple network. It's already on Roku. I think Fire uh, through Kindle. It's on a bunch Amazon, of Xbox, everything. Yep. Everything. The show will be streaming live Internet. from our El Segundo-based studio, which is currently under construction. Yes, it is. I left my wallet down there once, Rich. I, hopefully I can go oh, get it. There oh, will right, be a no, podcast right. version of that show for all of the international listeners who think that they can't get the show, which is not true because NFL Now is available internationally. And uh, there will be a podcast version that will be announced, and there will be other methods for you to consume this program, which will be a three-hour-long show. Three hours. Three. From 12 to 3 o'clock Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific out here uh, in, uh, in the beautiful state of California. Lots going on in the NFL. A lot table. going on. A I, I'm so pumped for this I am week. Too. Oh, man. It's we, a great way to start things off. And for our show listeners, we will be uh, having our, our Pick'em contest again. Yes. You can follow along on our Pick'em page on NFL.com. That will be uh, up later on today, officially? Yeah, that'll be when, up. When is it going to be up? That'll be up off? later on today, uh, nfo.com slash weekly pick mm. And, uh, you know, we did this last year. We had over 10,000 uh, listeners sign up for it. We gave away uh, a prize, I believe. It was our international caller. Who never in. made it, right? Who, who, who never made it. <laughs> we, we, he did call in. He did call in. We did tape it. We, we did. did tape we, it. Never, we never posted it. That's true, correct? That may or may not have happened. We'll send him a hat. I'll get it. I have his address. A we'll hat send him, of a show that soon won't exist. We'll send him a hat. <laughs> well, no, it's your five. The five. We're going to be emptying. Oh, the five point nine eight hat or the, the Rich Eisen podcast hat. Eh, whatever he wants. We're going to be emptying the, the leftover inventory. But that'll be back up. Um, Collector's items. It's a really, it's a really fun thing. You basically just pick a winner each week. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, we we all compete against each other. I think Brockman 
beat I a, won beat last week. You by one game. Last, yeah, that's right. Last I, uh, last year. I tanked kind of in the playoffs. Rich made an epic I comeback. I did make an epic run. My and only then, one that I missed, my only two that I missed, was I missed San Diego beating Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yep. And then I, I whiffed on the yeah, Super Yeah, you were Bowl. like 31 for 34 down the I stretch. Closed, yeah, I closed, 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 man. closed hard. But we went head-to-head in the Super Bowl, and we all know how that finished. It did finish uh, <laughs> in a manner that— 43 I, to 8. But right. as you know, I've learned my lesson. Because later on today, when we, uh, this oh. show, when we do our annual ritual of uh, putting down on a piece of paper who we believe will make the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, as well as win the MVP— Win the rushing title, win the passing title, and win, this is always interesting, Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year. And we ask you to do the same by uh, tweeting any one of us, at Chris Law, at Chris Brockman, at Rich Eisen, or at Rich Eisen Show, which is now the Twitter moniker of our podcast, as changed by Chris Law within five minutes of the press release of the Rich Eisen almost Show's immediate. existence it was being Almost immediate. Always thinking, Rich. Always thinking, you know. Mark- if not... Us who got to market the show. If not, if not now, now, when? When? That's, that's right. the no, that's the mantra of this program, and um, so you could tweet any of that with the hashtag of REP picks. Picks. REP yes. picks. Um, we'll be doing that later. There will be no guests on this show. It's just us shooting the proverbial. Well, I mean, here, here, the reason why I'm hesitating here <laughs> is 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 because Chris Law, prior to the taping of the show, <laughs> he did. Due to the new setup here in Studio 7 or Stage 7 or whatever the heck we're calling it now. I think it's Stage 7, but we've been calling it Studio this 7. This is not a stage. It's not a stage. It's, it's got a studio. The studio a has a better ring to this it. This is not a stage. It's not a stage. There's I'll, nothing staging about I'll this. I'll concur. I mean, there might be staging here. There's still a lot of construction on my side of the glass going on over here. So, so you guys are pretty much So editing this show is not as simple. And yes. putting in the bleeps for any curse words is not as simple. The funny thing is, just for the listeners, before we started... Chris Law said to both me and you, Chris Brockman. Right, because we're inside the studio. Right. He's on the other side of the glass. He said to us, would you please not curse or keep it to a minimum because it's more difficult to edit and it would take longer to post the show. Right. And he said it to both of us, even though you... I don't n- curse on the never show. Never curse. I, I cursed one time during the Joe Pesci story. Right. That's it. You cursed last week. I had to bleep you once last week. No, but that's because I was referencing Rich's fantasy team name. That's, that's true. So, so I'm the one who... Right, so uh, what I said to you, Rich, that was a passive-aggressive shot across the bow. It was, across but the, it was also good producing because you don't want to call... This, you don't want to call You don't want to call the right. guy out. Right, no. You don't want to call the guy who, who not only took this show from a podcast to a television show on DirecTV and take this show and, and take you guys with me. You don't want to call that guy out. You really don't. So the best thing to do is to make it a group right. request. It's like, it's like back in the day when the coach used to yell at you for screwing up during yes. the game, but he wouldn't want to single you out Correct. so you would feel badly, but he would address kind of the group. Guys, we don't want to be doing this. Air out the collective right. as opposed to the individual exactly. while sending the message to Directly the individual. Directly to the individual not to do it <laughs> right. again. So on this show, we'll be just shooting the sh- Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Across the proverbial sh** now. Is that it? Yeah. Because I hope you wrote that I one down. I wrote it down. Bleep it's yourself. Down. <laughs> I, knew it was, I knew we couldn't get through it without it. I mean, it was an epic setup. That's what we do on the on the show. Rich, like an epic setup. setup. It was an epic setup. I appreciate the setup. You That's pay, what we do on it this show. Set it up, pay it off. And, and we'll have to, uh, I guess, start it with the Michael Sam development. We'll do that, and then we'll move to the football aspect of it. And um, the Michael Sam development is that he did not make the 53-man roster of the St. Louis Rams and did not make their practice squad either. And the bottom line is the optics of this are dreadful. They stink. There's no win for anybody here. The optics to most fans will be, well, he didn't make the 53-man roster. At the very least, who, what skin is it off anybody's nose to put him on a practice squad. Right. Now, for him to be put out there on the street and others to have already created their 53-man squad, for them to cut somebody and sign somebody else, I believe that only happened 10 times? Did somebody, only 10 signees of somebody else's cast-offs made somebody else's 53-man roster? I might be wrong with that number, number, but it, did, it doesn't happen. Because these are your guys. These are your guys who you have had since 
the draft or before, since free agency, they have learned your system. They have gone and earned these spots for you to then blow that guy out after having already been announced as part of your 53. To then go ahead and blow that guy out for somebody else's cast off, it, it doesn't happen too often at all. But for Sam not to make a practice squad, well, now, obviously, most of the practice squads are filled with some of the guys who have been with your unit since the beginning and then not making the 53. Thus, it's sort of a 63-man roster. Yep. But for the Rams not to go ahead and just even – what skin is it off anybody's nose? That's what makes this optics dreadful. Whereas these – practice squad spots for NFL teams are, are like gold. And they were now, just expanded right. for a reason. Right. Teams have been asking for the expansion of these practice squad spots, which when it all boils down, it means more money. You got to pay them. You, gotta, you have to have them around. And if you looked at the Rams roster spots that they filled on the practice squad, none of them are edge rushers. They have enough of those. When it all comes down to it, we were saying this all along. Michael Sam, sure, it was a good spot because Jeff Fisher's a coach who can handle whatever issues might come along. That never really came along until what we're about to discuss with what the ESPN report with the showering. So that was a good spot. He was already in the state of Missouri, which is already knows who he is, what he can do on the football field. It worked out. The one thing that really wasn't a good spot for him was who he was competing with. That's one of the best defensive lines in the business. And competing against someone who they also drafted who played a, who played the similar position. I thought it was interesting, too, how Jeff Fisher said all four of their sixth-round picks didn't – or their sixth-round pick and all four of their seventh-round picks did not make the team either. Um, now, if Sam is not getting a shot in the NFL because teams are afraid of whatever circus might come, that's a bunch of crap. In my mind, if I'm sitting there and I think he can help my team, but I'm going to take the guy that I can also think can help my team, who's not going to have a reporter sitting outside doing a live shot about his showering habits. That is one of the most. And I'm not going to take him because I don't want that person outside the outside the facility. That's a bunch of crap. That's a bunch of crap. Now I have a problem with that. I do not have a problem if you do not think that he will make your team better. And the Rams thought, obviously, the other people could make their team better. And they put a quarterback on a practice squad. You're damn straight they put a quarterback on their practice squad. They put a running back on their practice squad. Absolutely. Wide receiver, they need these players. Do they need another defensive end sitting there in case another one goes down? They're like, that, that guy's already on their 53. It does beg the question, though, what could he have done to have made the roster because they didn't cut him at the initial cuts at 75 when they were cut down. He had three sacks in the preseason. I think Schefter tweeted out something of the 12 players that had two and a half sacks or more in the preseason, 10 are on active rosters, one is on a practice squad, right. and, the, and, the, and the 12th is Michael Sam. So if you knew that you, he wasn't going to make the team, it would have been a better service to have cut right. him early. You're already hearing how he's the tip, he's a Tim Tebow type. Yeah, player I, because and, and and the comparison is is such where these the off field distraction with the circus of the media that follows him just because of who he is and what he stands for, and then there's the other aspect of it where he's much better in pads than in practice. Where during we saw, games, we saw him plays. at the combine in shorts. There was nothing about him he's that made gamer. you stop. Yeah. He's a gamer. But when the pads go on and the helmet goes on and the adrenaline's up, he goes and hunts. He goes and hunts. And we'll see what happens. But if a team is not taking him because they don't want Josina Anderson or anybody else standing outside the facility and calling up players and saying, how, you know, how's he fitting in? Because that, you know, you, you read Richard Deitch's article, and I didn't need, you know, he had a, 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 an article on MMQB about the yep. Josina Anderson report. You know, obviously me being in the business for as long as, you know, 17 years, I didn't need an article to realize that this had to have been vetted. Her report of of the fact that right, there's protocol. an unnamed source right. 
was telling her that it seemed to him that he was not showering with the rest of the team or waiting for other guys to make sure there there was nothing uncomfortable about it. That was a, a question set up by the anchor asking her in her live shot, right. how is Michael Sam fitting in? They had a topic bar and everything. So what that means is the reporter told a producer back in the shop, I have this information. What do you want to do with it? And I know from our place, which is a third of, uh, as old as ESPN, <laughs> which has been around the block for a long time, that there's definitely people on the news desk and news editors who vet what these reporters in the field are going to say. What's your live shot going to be? What are you going to do? So at least one or two people back in the Bristol shop had to say, okay, Josina, go with it. And, you know, when you're just talking in a live shot and you're throwing stuff out there for, for 200 seconds, there's no context there's nothing in depth about it now if you're telling me the rams didn't keep mike sam after all that they've been through because of what she said that's ridiculous but if other teams aren't going to take a chance on him because they don't want those types of reports around their team that's ridiculous too that's ridiculous too i've never i've never seen anything like this report Never, never heard anything like it before. Well, our friend uh, Eric Stangle, one of the uh, Stangle brothers, who's the head writers of the letter of, of Letterman, tweeted out during uh, the final Cleveland preseason game after Manziel had a touchdown drive. He goes, "Great, impressive drive by Manziel." Anybody know his shower habits? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Did you see? And by the way, Pat just Mackie one more time out? here. One more time here. One last time here. Just because he is a gay man doesn't mean when he goes in the shower, he's going to start hitting on people. Exactly. First of all, he's got a boyfriend. We've seen that. <laughs> right. And even if you just say, okay, so he, maybe he's not monogamous, you think he's going to be trolling for guys in his own locker room just because they're all naked and he's gay? It's just like the dumbest construct it's a Neanderthal around. way of thinking. I, I think what's disappointing is, is it's the it's ESPN that's doing it, or if it was another like Sports Illustrated doing it. If it was TMZ or Perez Hilton, you'd expect that from them. That's all that they know. But whenever a sports Listen, media she, powerhouse she, is doing it, she asked somebody apparently in the Rams locker room, "How's he fitting in?" Got this information, and then didn't support it with very much else other than just throwing it out there in a live shot. Right. My problem with it is, is like you said, there's a chain of command when you have a story. You tell, you tell the desk, and they go to the producers. And someone okayed this. Somebody had to say, someone, what are we, what, what's the point? Right. But, so, but someone, you would think someone would have brought that up. Hey, why are we talking about this? And who is this person? It's just like, dude, dude, again, you may not be that good looking. Get over yourself. <laughs> right. Get over yourself. Oh, my gosh, I'm in the shower. He's in the shower. He's gay. He must like me or want to like me or want to hit on me. It's like, get over yourself. Well, that's what Chris Long essentially said, too, in his tweet. Yeah, you're the only one still hung up on it. I got retweeted like 20,000 times. Right. All right, so at any rate, Sam's on the street. He might be going to Canada, which means the folks in Canada, get ready for your shower habit reports, eh? (laughs) That's coming. Putin and shower. We're not Putin, on, I mean. Putin and, 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 and Molson. And Molson. Yep. And, so, uh, I mean. That's, so that's that story. I mean, I hope he gets a shot. I hope he, I hope he still gets a shot in the NFL. Alden Smith gone for nine games. I'm telling you, man, the 49ers, people either think that they are as good as ever or they are going to – they are going to – they're in for it, man. I'm not saying I – Predicted this months and months or and months ago. For the, we, we both we both said, we but had, I did that the offense is not up to snuff. Yeah, Kaepernick's been paid. Gore's got some tread on the tires. Crab, Crab wants to get paid. So does Vernon Davis. Ray McDonald will be testing the system. Now wait now. a wait a minute. Also on that, uh, we don't know the full no. scope. I, I, but if he not. was. Truly, if he did what the cops think he did, which is some sort of domestic violence, if he did that within 72 hours of the commissioner sending out the letter that he sent to the owners and the rest of us as employees in the NFL, 
then he's the biggest idiot on two feet I've ever met. Not like there's any good time to have domestic violence. It was his birthday Chargers. party too. Apparently things got out of I don't hand. even want to discuss it other than the fact that this is this this is part of what's going on in San Francisco, which opens up in Dallas. I'm telling you, man, there's a lot of people that think that they are ready for the fall here. Ready for the fall. And the fall is being, in football being played in fall or no, the fall sir, from grace? No, sir, not that part. Okay, yeah. Well, there were the whispers about Harbaugh starting to well, play a he's long way. Well, and he's, but he's also turned down offers from the 49ers that are significant. And then there was the Cleveland Browns trade offers. rumor earlier this offseason. But then again, three years ago, you remember when he was first hired? Robin players the wrong way. His way is not the way that they like. And then all of a sudden, they've made the championship game three straight years. It's true. Oh, man. Just part of the excitement of this season coming. You know, and Jim Ursay, just on this day, uh, guilty to a misdemeanor for open, operating a vehicle under the influence. He loses his license for a year. He's suspended license for a year. He's on probation for a year. Now all eyes go on the commissioner. How's he going to handle that? People and Peter like King chose the Colts to go to the Super Bowl against the Packers. Wow, I like the Colts. I think pick. was it against you the do? Packers? Who was it? I know he chose the Colts do. to go to the Super Bowl. Who was it against? Do we know that? I think he said uh, the Seahawks. The Seahawks. I think he said the Seahawks. And again, I have, and, and we'll talk about it later. Uh, I think they repeat. Seattle. I think they repeat. Yes, I do. And I think the boat race starts Thursday. No offense to the, my Packer friends. Boat race, yes. the Packers. Yes. Wow. What if what if yes. the Packers go up there and do they, the Seahawks start out zero and one at home? That would be intense. I would be surprised and shocked by it. And I'd be the first one to say I was way off on the boat race analogy. But I'm thinking, I'm telling you, they raised that banner in that place. Those people are insane. Russell Wilson has been as perfect as you can get in this preseason. He's been awesome. Having seen it firsthand, it's something else. He's He's missed on nine passes. He's playing on a different level right now. Nine. Nine. And I know you can't read much in the preseason. Nine. I'm just excited football's back. The next 22 Sundays going to be awesome. Now, we mentioned on our previous podcast that the uh, record, it was a record six years stretch in the NFL. The NFL's never gone six years in a row of a quarterback draft class going over in week one starts. Somebody who's been drafted, a rookie draft, a drafted rookie quarterback has started a week one in the last six years. The last time it didn't happen was 07 when Jamarcus, Russell, Brady, Quinn, and Kevin Cobb top-lined the quarterback class. The Holy Trinity. And we thought that, okay, <laughs> that was going to end. That, that streak was going to end at six. Not so fast. It's seven. As Derek Carr will get the start for the Raiders against the Jets this week. While Matt Schaub has uh, arm weakness. <laughs> And Matt he's Schaub, not going. Matt Schaub took over for David Carr in Houston. He supplanted him. Derek Carr uh, takes over. I thought heading into the draft that Derek Carr had the potential to be the best QB to come out of this class. I guess we'll get a quick, quick study. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You were on the Manziel train yeah, I know. from day one. Of course. But I, the best long, the long-term career for, for quarterbacks. We, I know we took a month-long hiatus on this show. But I do not remember you saying anything of it. <laughs> I don't think sort. I said that on the record. I think I said that off air. As, so to as say like it to on say. the record now, well, it's pretty weak. It's pretty weak, yeah. I'm just getting it in there in case. It's been 10 years from now. <laughs> Derek Carr is all of Hall of Some interesting notes passed out by NFL Communications. <laughs> yes. um, of the 32 starting quarterbacks, uh, 30, or of, of the 32, 17 are first-round draft picks. Six were drafted in the sixth round or later. Seven of them are number one overall picks. And um, 17 of them are younger than 30 years old. Now, what was the fact you gave me about the, the Greybeards? Oh, I said something. Um, four starting quarterbacks uh, will start the year 35 or higher, and a fifth will turn 35 during the season. Who's the fifth? Do you, do you know who that is? Do you know who the other ones are? I know. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Yes. Yeah, that's where I stopped. Jeez, let me let – me. Well, I'll give you the hint I told oh, Carson him. Pa- no, yes. Carson, Carson Palmer yeah. turns 35 in December. Okay. And the other two guys are in the same division. How about that, man? Same division. Yeah. Same got, division. Yeah. Rich got one, couldn't get the other well, one. Well, I mean, the one. Well, I did get the other one after you gave me the hint. It's the same division, division right? Yeah. 
But the one, the one, it's just it's surprising. Surprising because you don't think of him as is, is, thirty-five and older. You don't. I was thinking. Say, I went Eli, Romo Eli first. Romo. I went. Yeah, it's but, Eli and Romo. No, 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 it's not. Th- thirty-four. Philip Rivers. No, but Romo's no. thirty-four. Romo's thirty-four. No. Drew Brees, thirty-five. Uh, Josh McCown, thirty-five. Yeah. Wouldn't have thought of McCown. Yeah. Dude. Drew Brees though. Drew Brees. Five years of age. Well, Who's, it's hard. It's hard to think of. Peyton Manning at 38, Tom 30, Brady at 37. Uh, years of age. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow, man. And that's the team right there, man, that I just can't. Saints? Mm-hmm. Do they have a Super Bowl run in them? I think they may. No doubt. How's Imp- that defense going Improved defense. They did it last year. They cut champ. Cut champ Bailey. I don't think that's a shock, though, do you? No, Paid him 500000 But, but that show just shows you how, how much they like their team. Right. Hmm. Brandon Cooks, everybody's high on him. Jimmy Graham's been paid. Mark Ingram. Breeze. Maybe finally doing everybody's something. Everybody's talking about Kyrie Robinson. Yep. Pierre Thomas. I took him on a fantasy Still team. got Colston. Colston. Cooks. I mean, the, off- the offense Can't is Can't name any of their defense. That's players. one of those teams, though. If they get a home playoff game, they could go on a run. Yeah, they haven't gotten one in a while. Right. So if they get that, if they they get did, that two it did, seed. It didn't matter to them last year when they went into Philadelphia. Everybody's high on them, too. Philly. Do you see uh, what Chip Kelly said uh, when uh, Riley Cooper came over to him and asked him? Uh, this is during a preseason game. <laughs> they got him on. Uh, it was on Inside the NFL. He was mic'd up. And he's like, hey, coach, what's the plan? And he looks at him and he goes, to effing score. What do you think the plan is? Right. That's it. That's like, it, it was amazing. Man. Mad scientist. So man. good. Alex Smith signed to a four-year deal extension. So I, I not a lot of talk about the Chiefs. Well, after because everybody after thinks every, everybody thinks they're going to poop the bed. Most people that I I see, I helped you out there, Law. Appreciate that. I, most people I speak to are think that they are ready for uh, uh, the step, the proverbial step back, because they thought they were playing over their heads last year. I don't know, but the thing is that I think you know, with the signing of Smith for these Kansas City Chiefs fans that, as you know, are still waiting for their first playoff win since Joe Montana gave them one. Wow. That these folks are looking for the trap door to open on them, or a lot of them are, that I don't think many people thought that the post-Pioli-Haley-Cornell era would be the hitching of the wagons between Andy Reid and Alex Smith. Right? Mm-hmm. Definitely that not. That would be, you know, they thought maybe post Pioli and Haley when they're going through that with Cornell, that dreadful period, they thought that maybe you blow them out, you get somebody that's won a Super Bowl with a headset, and then you go draft some kid out of college who's going to be the next fill-in-the-blank, right? Instead, you go ahead and you get a guy who's successful in a town that still is Super Bowlless winless at least in that big game and then you get a guy who was drafted number one overall and cast off for a kid out of nevada who has all sorts of upside now the two of them have big chips on their shoulders nice guys too can't meet any nicer guys than the two of those guys reed and smith but But some chiefs fans are sitting there going okay okay they both are winners they're winners, but but the big game win, still waiting for it. And those two guys, that would be a great story if they can hook up and bring a championship to Kansas City. I hear you're coach of the year and leading passer candidate potential. No way. Okay, just, I just <laughs> didn't know if you were, you know. $45 million for Alex Smith. That's a lot of well, clamps. I mean, those, clamps, those dollars, you, you know. You, I mean, I, I understand how the NFL dollars work. But, I ignore the money. But, I ignore the money. I work in the optics business. And the only way that I don't ignore the money is the optics or the 45, right? You don't know what, what other, the other stuff is. The optics, that's my end of the business. Mm-hmm. And you're going against Peyton Manning, man. Now, I know he has he's only won the big game once, but he's Peyton freaking Manning. He is. Record book. So you got yourself and, and the and the um the Chargers. 
Nobody's talking about them. Yeah, and they won a playoff game last yeah. year. They won a playoff game last year. And they're getting better. I took Keenan Allen in both my fantasy leagues. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh. Only guy I took in both. I got a, I, I, I double-dipped in a couple. Who else? Who would you double dip on? I double dipped on, um, well, think this is a bad one, unfortunately, because I got him late in both. I double dipped on Josh Gordon in two, but obviously that's... By the way, that's a, that's a bad pick. <laughs> well, look, it was a bring-back possibility for next year. It was also factored into this. And that's this a all bad... Pre- in terms of, you know... You can't wait. You can't waste uh, a roster I double dipped on Matthew, Matthew Stafford, which maybe some okay. foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I took Joyke Bell in one. I think that's a great... I don't know. I I'm nervous. Colin carries there. He gets the goal line carry. I saw a report that you know someone speculated he might end up leading the Lions in touches by the time the year's up. What are the Lions going to be like? A lot of offense, buddy. A lot of offense. What are the Lions going to be like under Jim Caldwell? You know another team that's out there? One, I'm wondering what they're like. Miami. Yeah. Man, what are the Dolphins going to be like? Big year for Ryan Tannehill. Well, everybody's talking about Big the year. offense is what the is the Philly South, right? Yeah. That they're bringing the the Chip Kelly offense, they took it to OC. South Florida, right? And that Mike Wallace is going to be utilized in a manner that Mike Sherman either refused to or was unable to use him in. That he's going to have a big year. No Sean Marino. What would you need to see the, out of Hartline? Is the rock carrier there? And we all know that defense yeah. has got some serious people on it. Is there anybody in the AFC East that's going to give Brockman's team a run for some money? No dice. 14-2. and Because everybody thinks the Bills are about to have a dreadful year. Because E.J. Manuel had one of the worst preseasons you could see. He was basically throwing Sammy Watkins into the hospital. He wasn't throwing him open. He was throwing him, he was throwing him to the hospital. Man, poor Sammy Watkins. This rib thing, man, that's a tough injury to overcome when you're playing that position. They bring in Kyle Orton. Which was a nice one, right? Kyle got himself out of Dallas, got himself paid to Buffalo. Where he's going to have a shot. I mean, you know, you have to figure he might be able to get that on the, out, out there, and there's pressures, pressures on there. New owners, new management's coming in. And if they don't have a, a, a winning season, maybe everybody's out. I mean, everybody. Yeah. With a new owner coming in. So... Poor Buffalo and fans. the Jets and the Jets, the Jets, the Jets cornerback situation is absolutely dreadful. And, you know, Rex is saying he loves his corners. He's going to be fine with them. And you never know, man, because with him, he can coach guys up. And right. suddenly, you know, in week one against a rookie quarterback and Derek Carr coming into their house. And that front seven is formidable. Maybe they get pressure on this rookie quarterback and the corners don't have play matter in week number one. But D. Milliner is not going to be able to go in week one, it yeah, seems like. Hurt. Right? That high ankle sprain he suffered uh, last month, not going to go. And then Dimitri Patterson, who they signed – Goes AWOL, says he doesn't go AWOL, calls out the general manager and the coach for saying he went AWOL, and he's AWOL now. He's gone. Isn't that just – He's just without leave. He's, he's just not absent. He's, 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 just a, he's <laughs> absent, and he's without, he's without leave. Isn't this just typical he's Jets, left. He's a and He's out. He's, he's absent. Out. He's, lo- he's yeah, lost. He's, he's out. He's left. This is typical Jets, though, under Rex in the last few years. Just something something chaotic is going on, and, and nobody, knows, no, going nobody on. knows why. Something chaotic is going on. And, and also, that's the position he covets the most, the corners. And the general manager has this plan. Isaac has this plan. And nobody knows really what the plan is because he doesn't come out and he says what the plan is. But he's very frugal. He doesn't make these big splashes which is funny because Jets fans loved Tannenbaum splashes until they all blew up in their face, <laughs> and now they want the splash, and they got a guy who's just basically anti-splash. And the guy that Rex said he is the best player he ever coached is now on your biggest rival. Right. Well, so, I mean, and I don't blame them for not going and get Revis. That's a two-to-tango situation. Yeah. I'm not sitting there and thinking, well, the no, Jets but I'm blew just it saying, by not going and trying to get All I'm saying is you have this disaster at the position your coach, who's a defensive guy, loves the well, most – this plays into the, the fact of, of whether 
Rex is really the general manager's guy. Because if he is, then the general manager is going to give the coach the position that he covets right. as deep as possible. And to, I think they, they, they signed Leon Patterson this week, and he had seven penalties for the Browns who cut him this preseason. Seven? Wow. Yeah, well, Manish Mehta of, of, of uh, the Daily News tweeted that out. So I tweeted back, and I'm like, so I should cancel my Patterson Island T-shirts? <laughs> you know, I mean, is that who, not Patterson? Uh, what, what's his name, the guy that they signed? Oh, my Lord. I'm blanking on it now. See if I had a computer in front of me up here in stage seven. I'm blaming it on. I'm blaming it on not having. Blame enough it on tools. stage seven. Well, look, whenever blame it on the ring. Whenever you bring in Michael Vick and you say we want him to mentor Geno Smith, he's not going to be the starter, and then you throw out something to the paper that we're mad McFadden, that Michael Vick, Leon McFadden, Leon okay, McFadden, yeah, uh, the, from San Diego State, the kid from San Diego State, yeah, yeah. Leon McFadden. Um, but whenever you say then, we're a little disappointed that Michael Vick didn't come and compete for the starting job more. Whenever you're saying all along, we want him to teach. They, uh, they but just the, want that's headlines. the Rex thing. The Rex thing is there's always something going on. You have to wonder about his job status. And you have to wonder if, if anybody's truly minding the offensive store. Stephen Hill, second round pick, two years ago, cut. Two cut. years and out. His agent's blasting Rex. And, you know, uh, his agent, you know, you have to sometimes realize an agent is saying agenty things, but the agent sort of has a point. His first year was the butt fumble year. In his second year, was Sanchez goes down, he's got a rookie quarterback. His bread and butter is the vertical game. That's not his game. He had a, an awful drop in New England. The Jets would have beaten the Patriots in that yep. first game. The no second, doubt. Second game, no that year, doubt. second game that year was the butt fumble. Right. But the first game, the Jets had New England in their house, dead to rights. All they had to do was just get one more first down <laughs> inside the 20, and he dropped Wide the ball, open. and the Jets went and settled for the field goal. And we all know what happens when you settle for field goals against Tom Brady in his house. You lose. You do. It's so, probably uh, the best thing for him, though. He's going to now go to a new team. He'll get picked up somewhere. Not yet. He's, he hasn't he got- checked on Carolina, Carolina who's got to be kicking the tires on anybody Any, with anybody. a pulse at that position. It's well, true. you might get a look down there, <laughs> receiver. i got great hands. That's for sure. Carolina. Mm-mm-mm. What's going to happen Open there? it up against Tampa. That What's going to happen underrated there? underrated week one game, man. Underrated week one game. Cam's still a little shaken up. Yeah, the flak jacket. I heard uh, Khalil had a good line. I guess he has a big uh, flak jacket for his ribs and... Khalil was like, "Well, the good news is, if uh, we're on a, if the plane that we're on goes down, it can be used as a flotation device or something like that." <laughs> Khalil, Khalil's. gotta get him on the Rich Eisen show. Yes. Let's get to the pick'ems. You want to get to the picks? Yeah, you let's, wanna, do it. let's do. Uh, let's do our season picks oh, let's, first. Let's, the REP picks. You want to do that first? I think we do that. I think see how much planning goes into. I the think show. there's more drama with the season long picks. Let's do the weekly. Yeah, ones. let's do the weekly. Okay, ones. we're already wanna... talking team by team here. Let's go weekly picks. Let's do it then. So I will give you guys the so schedule. We'll start with. The, I boat race it. I told you. We'll start with with the first one. I, I don't think it's going to be a boat race up in Seattle, but I do think the Seahawks will win. I just think it's going to be very difficult. The only thing that they have to do is they got to get Eddie Lacy the ball, and they got to they got to take some air out of it. Now you know what I think about Aaron Rodgers. I think he's incredible, and I love Jordy Nelson. You put the ball two feet in his radius, and he catches it. He brings it down too. He gets hit. He's really ground good. never causes an incompletion with that guy. He's special. I love him. Cobb should be a nice addition. Boykin, I like him. Build him up just to put him down. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I, but I don't want to say by when I, when I say boat race, I don't want Packer fans to th- sit here and think that I'm denigrating their team. I just think banner goes up that first quarter. They're gonna, it's going to be like hold on to 10-2. and two, you, with, It's a white-knuckle hold of it the 10-2 of that steering wheel. And the one way to get there. through it is have Eddie Lacy start going in front of this defensive line, which is the only unit essentially, that has had multiple changes on it from last year. I think the only way the Packers have a chance on Thursday, they have to win the toss and score a touchdown immediately and quiet that place down. That's the only way they have a chance. They have yeah. to get out to a 7 nothing lead, play from ahead. Yeah, I don't have much to, much to add here other than I, I'm going to take the home team in the Seahawks. I'd be a fool to, to go the other way. Just know, though, I do think the Packers can do it, though. If there's a team that can go up there and put up the points, it's them. Are you just couching it so, like, next week you can be like, well, I said that they could do it. I, don't th- I think it's going to be a close game. I, I do. I think it's going to be lower scoring than people think, too. Mm-hmm. But Interesting. So you think what? 
I think the Seahawks win. Okay. I, I do What's think the, the Seahawks next game? win. Next game is 10 a.m. Sunday. The Jaguars head to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Oh, well. I, I think the Jaguars are much improved. Those players that I mentioned in Seattle, Red Bryant and Clemens, no longer in Seattle. They're with Gus Bradley in, in Jacksonville. Um, I, I just think that uh, week one in Philadelphia is not the place for them to uh, get the ball rolling in the right direction. No, and, I, and Bortles, I, 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 everybody is – what, did, did Darlington put him in the Pro Bowl on Twitter <laughs> the other day? I, well, he's not starting. Yeah, Henny, I know that. Henny is. But – and and the future's bright, just Future not week one. I think, I, think, I think Bortles is going to be fantastic. He reminds me a lot of Andrew Sort of like Luck. Derek Carr? I like Derek Carr also. You know what? Derek Carr is going to go into New York and have a good game. So I'm telling you that right up, now. Picking up the Jets' defense. I on, do like uh, the Eagles, though. Fantasy. I like the Eagles. Yeah, no, no, uh, no surprise here. I like the the Birds as well. I'm a little worried because their offense did lead every statistical category in preseason. That's usually not a good thing when you're clicking <laughs> that well in preseason. Um, but uh, the Jags are much improved. I still like the Eagles. My favorite one. preseason stat of all time: the year the Lions went 0 and 16. Rich, they were 4 and 0 in the preseason. There you go. Browns, this one was the one that everyone had circled. The Browns head to the Three Rivers to take on the Steelers. I like the Steelers. That's it. End of story. I like the Steelers at home to win that game. And even if Manziel was starting, I would take the Steelers. Uh, It's more than just the quarterback that's an issue on that side of the ball. I'm sorry. I'm not a believer in Kyle Shanahan. I'm not a believer in in what. Hawkins is the one there, right? I'm just not a, you know. Maybe Miles Austin drinks from the, the maybe the fountain of hamstring. I don't know. Yikes! I don't know. I like the idea of this new up tempo, no huddle Steelers offense. I think uh, I think they could put up a lot of you points. You know who's not a believer in the Steelers offense? Snoop, <laughs> not a believer. Oh, I didn't see this, dude. He went off. Off. I missed it. Was this off? Well, he was. I, I saw he was in whiteface over the weekend. Off. I, I didn't see this, dude. Just go ahead and Google Snoop Todd Haley <laughs> and watch the video he posted. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Um, Not a fan. <laughs> Brockman, you sticking with uh, – Well, I mean, we know that Snoop has – he's got his thumb on the pulse of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not I'm, I'm taking the Steelers as well. A fan. Not a fan. I'm going out on the limb here. I'm, gonna, I'm going with the Browns. I feel like they're going to go into three rivers. They're going to shock the world week one. Does Manziel get a lot of playing time? Nope. It's going to be Hoyer. All He's, Hoyer, Jordan huh? Jordan Cameron catches two touchdowns. Ooh. And uh, Terrence West gets in the end zone as well. Yes, Cleveland over the Steelers. My First God, upset. That's, that's, his, that's, his, that's his Kool-Aid uh, a drinking um, a scenario. <laughs> wow. Hoyer dominates. Who gets in the end zone twice? Jordan Cameron? Jordan Cameron catches two. You don't think... You don't think he's going to get triple covered? I think he catches two. Not one. All right, dude. Wow. Wow. Everything's coming up roses there. All right. Next. Vikings-Rams. Vikings at the Rams. Matt Castle leading the Vikings into St. Louis to take on Jeff Fisher. Okay, I'll go Rams. I'm going to go Rams at home. I think the Rams are going to have, again, a defense that's going to create some issues that they'll they'll do their best. But I do like I do like Cordero Patterson. I tried to get him in both my fantasy leagues. I couldn't get him in either one. Castle, if he can hang on to the ball and Adrian Peterson does his thing, they're gonna be formidable. But I just think the Rams at home in that building, even with Sean Hill, I think the Rams are gonna take take it to start. So there you have it. Brockman? Uh, I like the Vikings. I have Kyle Rudolph on one of my teams, and uh, I think he gets in the end zone. And okay. I think Peterson is gonna is gonna do what Adrian Peterson does, and that's run that football. And uh, you know, I, Sean Hill's got to prove it to me. I know Matt Castle has to prove it to everybody, but Sean Hill's got to prove it to me before I start believing in the Rams. Yeah, I I I'm on the I was on the Rams this year. Uh, too until you know Mike Zimmer with Sean Hill at quarterback Mike Zimmer defense I am down Sean Hill there I'm gonna go with the Vikings as well okay taking them too I'm lone wolf on You're the Rams. lone wolf Very on the good. Rams I'll take it by the way while that while we discussed that Jim Irsay was suspended six games find a, a half million the half million is obviously a drop in the bucket but the six games is significant it's a significant uh, suspension but, well. I think, you know, obviously there are people out there who go, oh, that's three times as much for Ray Rice beating up his wife. And uh, as we all know, the NFL essentially said that that was an insufficient 
punishment for Ray Rice. Also part of it was their bad. Also sure. part of the suspension. Apparently, Jim Irsay not allowed to tweet. He's got a Twitter ban as well from the league. There you have it. That's interesting. That's a first. I don't know if six games for an owner is much, though. I mean, he can watch the game in the comfort of his couch on each team. He's not doing anything or contributing to the team on a game day. I don't know. I honestly don't know what the the uh, the suspension means in terms of what he can and can't do. Yeah, maybe he's out of day to day operations. It's an an embarrassment. Apparently, from from Roger Goodell, owners, management personnel, and coaches must be held to a higher standard than players. It wasn't two games. Let's put it that way. Patriots at the Dolphins. NFC or AFC I'll go Patriots even though that's 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 Brady's bugaboo is down there but I I just think the Patriots are Super Bowl caliber and we're going to see that from the beginning it'll be tough the Dolphins usually give them a game down there a big game and it'll be hot as all get out but uh, I just like Belichick and Brady and until they suddenly can't do their thing what did you I'm gonna I'm always gonna go with Belichick and Brady. Tom Brady, I think, had the quote of the preseason today. He said, when I suck, I'll retire. And uh, I think it's going to be a long time until Brady sucks, so I'm also taking the Pats. I, you, I typically like to go against your Patriots, Brockman, but on this one, it's, uh, it's a no-brainer. I'm going to go to the Patriots as well. The Raiders versus the Jets, the, the aforementioned Jets. game. I'll take the Jets. Give me Derek Carr! Okay. Oh! Okay. Man, you guys are making this one tough. I think it's it's in uh, it's a cross country flight for the Raiders. I'm taking the Jets. And I think MJD gets in the end zone. And uh, I he, think MJD is going to have and a, he's a got very a new dance. So I, I think he's going to have a very good year. I just think that the Jets are going to win this one. I think Derek Carr is going to struggle. They always do these rookies in their first games. And Rex is not the guy you want to be starting. No, that's true too. To start this thing off, I I I think that uh, the Jets take it. Titans Chiefs. That's an interesting one this because, as you know, last week Bill Cowher named the Titans as his surprise He team. did. Where's that one? In Kansas City? That one's in Kansas City. Yeah, I'll it's take the Chiefs. Taking the Chiefs? I will also take Kansas City. Yeah, if it, if it weren't in Arrowhead, I would maybe uh, lean the other way, but uh, I'm going to take Kansas City as well. By the way, 92% of uh, users on NFL.com are on the Chiefs on that one. Yeah. It's a little surprisingly yeah. high. Uh, clash of the AFC North, Bengals at Ravens. Big one. Ooh. I'm going to take Cincinnati in that one. And I, and I say that even hesitating because that's I will be there um, in nine days. I'll be physically there in nine days to see the kickoff to week two uh, and kickoff to season number one between CBS and NFL Network on Thursday Night Football. It's Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Baltimore's got a tough start here, man. And they, they don't do. have Ray Rice for these two and games. And Vontae Leach is uh, banged up as well. I just I, – I, I need to see it first. Yep. The Bengals are the defending champs and uh, of that division. And I think you know, I think that they're it's it's their game to have. I'll take I'll take Cincinnati in that. Uh, one. You know what? I'm going to agree with you. Uh, Cincinnati, this is a big year for them. They they've made the playoffs. They've won the division. Have come up empty in the postseason. So I, I really think they need to come out of the gates, especially strong in division, and make a statement. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Yeah, I think uh, Dalton's going to prove the contract. I can't wait to see the uh, the running back there in his second year, Giovanni. And, uh, I've got Jeremy Hill on two of my yeah, teams. Everybody's high on him. See, I still think Giovanni's going to be the guy, but uh, the, the linebacker Mosley for uh, the Ravens will be interesting to watch. But I, I like the Bengals too. They're the division champs. Sweep on the road. Off. Wow, Man, that means the Ravens okay. could be staring zero two in the face. Yeah. Go ahead. Saints versus the Falcons. This Ooh, one, big game. Interesting. Are we talking 2013 Falcons or 2012 what Falcons? What a total, total. Head scratcher, and you know, uh, normally you get a glimpse of a team when they're on on hard knocks. It's been such an underwhelming season of hard knocks, except for Brian Cox. Yeah, yeah no, been Brian Cox the is, is absolutely ever. still on the show. You know, we're taping this on Tuesday. The finale is tonight. The Falcons kind of have to prove to me again that they're that team from 2012 and not the team from 2013. I know injuries played a lot into last year's failures. I got to take the Saints on the road. Law. I'm actually going to go with the Falcons here. I'm going to say the Saints uh, get upset on the road. The Falcons, they want to start off strong. They have to start off strong. And, I mean, last year it was the offensive and defensive lines that just got blown up. Uh, I think they make a statement. They come out and win week one. I agree with you. As much as I'm high on the Saints, I, I just think the Falcons are going to Really? Get off on the right foot. Yeah, I think they I think they have to. They they know, know it too. I, well, I, I think there's a difference between having to, right? 
In the NFL, just because you have to. Doesn't mean you do it, no. But I, I will take the Falcons at home. Falcons at home. The return of the natural. By yes. the way, you realize that it's gone south ever since he has dissed the natural. <laughs> okay. Podcast drop. You're not wrong about that. He is definitely realizing what happens when you deny this podcast. <laughs> You're not wrong. Bump. I mean, okay. we've got to get Maddie back on. And what do you got for me, All right. What else? The Redskins travel to Houston to I, face I J.J. Have, Watt. I have no earthly idea what the hell's going to happen here. <laughs> I just think <laughs> I just think this. And while we're on the subject of um, uh, the state of Texas and football in there, because, you know, Baylor, as we know, uh, this is RG3 coming home. I just think RG3 is going to win this game. I think Gruden and all these – I just like them more offensively than what's going on for Bill O'Brien. Obviously, one of these rookie coaches is going to have a win, unless there's a tie. Uh, I just think that what, what, what Washington has on the offensive side of the ball is, is definitely more high-octane and more dangerous. Watt is going to have to pin his ears back. We'll see what Clowney does, but I think RG3 gets it done in week number one. Freshly paid, J.J. Watt? Uh, freshly paid, $100 million, and congrats to him. All self-made. No yeah. doubt. No, no, all self-made. That guy's all man. Right. And so he he um I just like I like Washington in this one. You know, I think the Redskins are going to win the AFC the NFC East. No blasphemy. And I think I I don't know what's going on with the Texans with, with their skill positions like how Fitzpatrick is going to play. False. Yeah, their defense is fantastic. Clowney had a great preseason. Watt is obviously the man. Their line is fantastic. I don't know about the rest of that team. I, I I think I also am an Alfred Morris fantasy owner, so I'm going to go Washington here. Man, we're either going to have a large gap because I'm going the Texans here. I'm going going opposite here as well. Well, But while we're on the subject of Texas football, Kenny football in College Station? Oh, insane. Kenny football? Because this one's coming down the pike, people. If Manziel struggles or Manziel can't get on the field, and suddenly he'll be in Kenny football, keeps playing like him. Suddenly, Manziel's a system quarterback. You're going to start hearing those whispers. (laughs) Can you imagine? You're going to start hearing the whispers like, well, wait a minute. Someone's doing it without Manziel. Maybe it's the system. (laughs) No Manziel, no Mike Evans. It's common. And no. uh... It's. Okay, what's what what uh, what week do we start hearing the system? I don't know. I'm just uh, loading it now. Okay. Manziel as system quarterback. Okay. Will be some of the whispers you start. It's pretty funny. He ad libs so much, so there's nothing system. I know that. (laughs) By the way, they played Lamar and then Rice the next two weeks. Texas A&M. I mean, this guy. So so it's coming. This guy, Kenny, is going to put up monster numbers the next few weeks. That's uh, not 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 Latrell. You heard it here first. I don't think you've heard it anywhere else. You're right. I actually Manziel as system quarterback will be the whispers. Wow. To hear. That's amazing. They're going to whip up Lamar Rice SMU who just got shut out to. A pettiless. Let's family. move forward because I got a meeting coming up. All right. Uh, next game for, is for tonight. By the way, if we're posting this today, right? Post the, this will go up. Game day morning uh, season preview tonight, eight Eastern NFL Network. Go for it. Uh, Bills head to Chicago to take on the Bears. I take the Bears. The Bills might go two and fourteen this year. I'll take the Bears. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bears here as well. Next. Can't, can't argue it. Unfortunately, sweep next. Bills Mafia is going to be upset. Panthers Bucks. I'm going to go with the Bucks at home. I, I'm not a believer on the Panthers' offense until I have to see it. I love Cam. He's banged up. They don't have anybody. I know Kelvin Benjamin's going to have a, 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 a – I think he's going to have a very nice year. Me too. I'm going to take Tampa but as I'm well. But I'm taking Tampa. Yep. I think Lovey at home. I think Lovey at home, and I, 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 I like Tampa. I'm glad. I, I believe what Cower said. Cower basically yeah. likes McCown. He's the type of quarterback that Lovey likes. He's got a, a running back, hopefully, that Doug Martin is going to have a bounce back year. Those receivers are big and huge. Yes. I'm with you. And, I, and, I, and they added Logan, Logan Mankins. They did. Clean sweep. And so, so hopefully the juggernaut high can, on the, um, high on the can get going. I'll take the bucks. I like Lovey back in the NFL, too. It's, it, he's going to have a good showing. What do you got, Law? This is, I mean, when I think of this one, I think of Madden and Summerall on a Sunday afternoon. Forty Niners, Cowboys. Cowboys right? yeah. I mean, that's all. I, that's all I think about. Manhattan. Manhattan. I know. I'll take the Niners. Ooh, I'll take. Really? Them. Yep. After all that we've after talked about earlier, that. after all the off-season in shenanigans, in Jerry's world where Jimmy Johnson won't be in the Ring of Honor. I know. It, I'm telling you, man. Dallas's defense, I'm just not sold on. This is this game. This game is going to be a shootout. Not just saying that because I'm a 
Tom, uh, Tony uh, Romo and Des Bryant fans. The 49ers are a better rostered team. Period. End of story. I love Des Bryant. I think he's going to have a great year. I tried to get him in both fantasy leagues. Couldn't do it. Because I, um, I drafted third in one and fourth in another, and I just couldn't pull the trigger on Des that high. And by the yeah, time I came high. back around in the snake, he was he's gone. gone. Yep. He's gone. So, I mean, that was it. I believe in him. I love him. DeMarco Murray, I just don't know. I think he's going to get he's going to get hit. He's going to get hit hard. The 49ers had a bad preseason. I'm not believing it. Not believing it till I see it. Got to see it for an extended period of time then I believe it. Give me give me Dallas at home. Nice. What do I'm, you got? I'm taking Dallas too. Okay. I think DeMarco Murray. Lone Wolf on the 49ers. I'm in. Carries the ball 20 plus times and Dallas gets the win. What else? Uh we are winding down here with this is Sunday I mean, night football. Colts right? Broncos. I'll go Denver. I got to Okay. I gotta go Denver. I'm gonna go Denver for the various reasons. I like their improved defense. It's for games like this. Games like this. Man, their defense is so improved. Talib. Games like this. I think if this game was later in the year, like we saw last year, eight, nine, ten, I think Indy would get them. But Denver, home, right Sunday night football, yep. right out of the gate. Yep. This game, these are the games. Peyton Manning. Remember how we opened the season last year. This, this is Peyton Manning's time to shine. Give me Denver. I'm going to take Andy Luck and the Colts and okay. Pat McAfee Ooh. with another big hit on Trendon okay. Holiday. He's <laughs> still on the roster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's going to be some separation here, boys. Okay. Big one. Okay. Giants-Lions, a doubleheader Monday Night Football. The Giants head to Detroit to take on the Lions. I'm taking the Lions in that one. Lions, too. Me, too. Me. Lots of points. I think the Giants are in for a, a rough one this year. i got to see it to believe it first there, yeah. Chargers-Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take Arizona at home. Arizona at home, no respect from a team that won. The I'm going to take the uh, the San Diego Chargers. San Diego Chargers. I like them. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Chargers. I like as well. the Chargers a lot this year. Again, I like. Them yeah, too. can the AFC West get three playoff teams? Yep, like, like last year. Why not? Okay. That's it. That's all of them. That's our week one pick'ems. Like uh, week one. Go to nfl.com/slash/pick'em. Uh, you can search for the Rich Eisen Show group. Hey, you changed that one too. <laughs> you changed that one as well. Way to change uh, it. Up and too. that'll be up. That'll be up shortly. If it's and not. How many already, people were you having that one already? Ten thousand. Uh, I don't know the numbers yet because okay. the, the league's just getting active. Okay. Last year we had over ten thousand though, so nice. hopefully we can keep it. We'll figure that. out what the prize is going to be, and they'll be. Let's put it this way: we'll have the ability to make it a lot more. <laughs> to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a lot. We'll have a bigger platform. Yes. All right, now let's get to our um, end-of-year picks and then wrap this show up. Absolutely. It. Again, we, we this is our third year in a row doing this? This yes. is the third year, yeah. Um, and last year, I think I took the prize, thanks to Peyton Manning. Yeah. Right? Um, I am going – do I go first? Yeah, you, 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 you go first. Uh, okay. You want to run down all yours? I'll do them all. I think we do all yours right I'll now. do all mine. So let's start with what? What let's am start, I starting? I have a coach of the year is where oh, we're starting. Oh, God, we're going to start with that. Starting with coach of the year. Oh, man. Man, dang! This is the one that I was coach uh, of the year. Mm. Man, Jim Caldwell has a shot at it. I'm going to go Lovey Smith. I told you, yeah. I, like, I like what's going on with the Bucks. I like what this is all about. I'm going to go Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith for coach of the year. As coach of the year. How about your passing champion? My passing champion is Drew Brees. Drew Brees is always a. a a popular choice. He's my passing champion. Can't go wrong with Drew. How about rushing champion? My rushing champion is LaShawn McCoy. Shady. Now, last year. He did it. He'll be doing it back to back. Back I think to it's back. Just too, it's, too, it's too good. He's too good. Okay. He's very good. He's too Diff- good. I mean, okay. I believe it. And he's young enough to pull it off. Too. Yeah. Your most valuable player. My most valuable player. We know. Speaking of yeah, not yeah, being yeah. young, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's Peyton yeah. Manning. There's one MVP in this league. No. There is one most valuable player in this league, and it's Peyton Manning. Really going out on a limb here, Rich. Mm-mm. But guess what? It is going out on a limb saying Peyton Manning's going to do it's it true. again. Sure, it definitely is. He's it 38 is. years old. He's one hit away from it all being over. He's, he gets rid of the ball before he gets hit. That's... Except for that one time where Robert Mathis got him last year. Yep. Your uh, Super Bowl matchup. New England, Seattle. Seattle wins it. Ah, oh. New England, Seattle, New England, and Seattle wins it. And uh, you know, Peter King said he couldn't choose Seattle just for the mere fact, even though he admitted they're the best team he saw all summer. Just for the mere fact that it's just so difficult to do, he didn't do it. And I understand why he would do that. 
I'm not. Hmm. Those are my picks. I like it. I like it. All right, Brockman, let's I go like, with you I next. Like also. We're going to start with uh, with your coach of the year. Gosh, coach of the year. And I was thinking about this earlier. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, Just roll the dice and go, uh, Rex Ryan. Yeah, you want to? <laughs> Rex Ryan. Or, roll or, the dice. Or, or Dennis Allen. Roll the dice. Doug. Doug. Ryan, Doug. Roll Rose. the dice. Uh, no. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians. Now his team did go 11 and five last year. Yeah, usually it's somebody, somebody that's that jumps back in the under, league. Under, 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 I know. Right, I know. Takes I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think that like a team that's very a team rarely, that's not by the way, good. is it somebody like Belichick, who, by the way, that's deserves what I mean. it. Doesn't win. Six, he deserves it every me. year. I, I spoke. They were 10 and 6 last year. But, I mean, if that's your pick, then, I mean, that, you know. I'll, for it. I'll, I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it. Okay. That would make two or three, two out of three years for Bruce. I do like Dublin. That is that is correct. I would stick with Bruce. Passing champion. Matthew Stafford. Your rushing champion. Adrian Peterson. Going AP. Hmm. Your most valuable player. Russell Wilson. Wow. R-dub. Man, you're all in. And I'll say it for him. He's got the same Super Bowl pick as me. I do. Which is when I heard him say, oh, no. Ah. Okay. I have the same Super Bowl pick as Rich, and I'm taking Tom Brady and the New England Patriots to win. I want to go back and see if you've had the Patriots in every single year. I have. I think you have. <laughs> Good to know that we're not fanboys or anything over here. What do you yeah, got, yeah, but you know All what? Right. It's not a fanboy pick, man. I really no, it's think a, it, it's, it's, I really it. think they're the best team. Their defense is so improved, and Tom's going to have a great year. But but him and Bill don't get the respect. They should win all the awards, but they don't. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with Coach of the Year. Uh, I think Jim Caldwell is, is going to do it uh, mm-hmm. in Detroit. 7-9 and nine team last year. I think he gets them back to the playoffs. And I'm doubling down on that with my passing champion also Stafford. as Matt Stafford. Okay. Uh, rushing, I'm going a little different. I'm going to stick in the north, and I'm going to go Matt Forte. I know he catches a lot of balls out of Got the it. backfield, but I still like him there. And then my MVP is going to be uh, Andrew Luck of the Indianapolis Colts. And my so super, that means they make the Super Bowl. That means mind. they make the Super Bowl for me. And I have uh, I have the Colts versus the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Wow! And I have the Colts winning it. Actually, though, that's where Colts. Wow! Eagles. Yeah. Chris Law. Yeah. All Hashtag right. REP picks to get in in this. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Tweet us with it and tweet uh, at the Rich Eisen Show too. Fun show, guys. Yeah, Fun show. No doubt. We are ready. Oh, the season is here. You have a shout out. I can get. Do I got a tap. Dance? Hold on a second. I was writing down all the picks. Don't give He's me got that. one job the entire show. At Chris Law, thank you. Absolutely, At Rich. Chris Brockman, thank you. Hey, congratulations on Taylor's first birthday as thank well. Thank you. My yeah, daughter absolutely. turned one. Absolutely. My daughter turned one that was just lovely. Uh, and my son, uh, during this entire thing, he had his shots. He had his shot getting ready for kindergarten. Oh, yeah. Did they Yes, they and go apparently he told my wife that I told him he would not get a shot today. <laughs> and you never said this. Do you think I would tell my son he's not so going to get a already, shot? Do you think I really would do that? He's playing parent against parent already. No question. Wow. They learned so quick. No question. They learned so quick. Yeah. That, that's amazing. What do you got? That's amazing. I have tap dance. I've even hey, given okay, the report. Let me give the international son. shout out to the fine folks of Ireland. boy. For a fantastic host Good to the job. Croke Park Classic. All of our all of our alma maters started off well. That's UK, right. here I know. don't come. UK, here he is. <laughs> but, uh, Good yeah, for gr- you. Great college football weekend as yes, well. Yes, Penn State with the win. There you go. There's a shout-out to the entire, uh, the entire United and, Kingdom, and including Ireland. Andy Watson, UK. He wants me just to make sure that we include a daily international shout-out on the new TV show. And congrats go. to all of us. We will definitely do that. Absolutely. It's part of our DNA. Absolutely. Um, and Syracuse, who did Syracuse beat? Syracuse beat, I, f- I forget. Big fan. You forget? Big college football fan. Chris it was Brockman. last Friday. It, it was a long time ago. Who do you, who do you, you forgot who you played? You got to look it up, who Syracuse played in I'm, week. Obviously, for me, it's it's very easy to remember. As It was not, yeah, it was not just a win. It was an exorcism against Appalachian Yeah, you State. did. You did exercise some demons there. Okay. Syracuse beat Villanova. Seriously, like I had a Ouija board out at home <laughs> for that one. You got up early though. There was that wasn't a stress-free game for you. Um, it you know it won. We won, and this week, Saturday night, the chickens run. The opt-out. Oh, bowl. Notre Dame. The opt-out bowl, as wow. our friend John Hine called it oh, on, yeah. on Twitter. John Take Hines out the the, uh, the opt-out guys, the chickens that uh, Brady Hoke said. The chickens are running. We'll take care of business 
in Notre Dame, what, too. Is that at, at Notre Dame? Oh, yes, under the lights, sir. Ooh, Saturday be, night. That'll be a great one. Right before this first edition of Game Day Morning at 6 a.m. Pacific time. Oh, so yeah. it'll be a late night for the kid. <laughs> I might be playing a little hurt the next day, but I'm going to get through it. Nothing like week one. <laughs> week one, folks. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy Please it. get in, no involved in our picks contest as well as the uh, uh, REP picks to get in on, uh, see if you can uh, do better than than our preseason predictions. Absolutely. And check out the Rich Eisen Show on Twitter because we'll also tweet out the link to join the yep. league if we'll you're not good at searching it yourself. For uh, Mike Chris's, I'm Rich. Adios. Stay listening, friends.